0: Hello guys, this is Rocio Flores and this is the, can I just be podcast? So if you haven't heard, we are going through a world pandemic. And so because of that, we're all isolated or we should be. I mean, the official rules say that we should be socially distancing ourselves, which is hard for a lot of people because for a lot of people, this is completely new. I mean, I work from home and I do pretty much everything online, so... This isn't that weird for me, I guess, but I'm definitely feeling it and recognizing that there's just so much pain out there right now. Let me start by saying that in this podcast, I'm not gonna be going over anything that is like official. I'm not gonna talk to you guys about any of the guidelines of what you should or shouldn't be doing as far as the actual rules of what you're supposed to be doing right now and how to deal with the disease itself. Please, 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 if you are needing that information, go to the CDC websites or the WHO websites or your local state and city government websites. What I do want to talk about is that feeling of disconnection that I think a lot of us are going to start recognizing here soon. You know, one, for a lot of people socializing is a very heavy part of their everyday life. So from when they wake up and check their Facebook, to going to work and talking to their coworkers, to going out with friends after work, to their families. For a lot of people, being around other people is a major part of their lives. For others, not so much. You know, a lot of people, myself included, already live lives where a lot of the communication on a day-by-day basis is through social media or phone or other means. This doesn't mean that people who are used to that aren't also experiencing a lot of feelings right now. And I think that a lot of us can relate to the fact that there is a big shift. Basically, things are different now, right? And so what does this mean and how do we process it and how do we ensure that we don't end up one of those people who feel completely alone right now? I've already started to see a ton of really cool posts from all sorts of different uh, pages on Facebook, on social media in general, or from organizations telling people that, okay guys, social distancing or social isolation does not equal being disconnected from people or that we can't connect to people. It's talking about like spatial isolation, not relational isolation. And I'm sure that a lot of people were like, well, duh, like, that's not what we thought. I don't think that people honestly believe that they can't talk to their friends and family. What I'm thinking is happening for a lot of people is that they don't have this pattern set up already in their lives. I think something that we may recognize as a society or as a, at least this country, I know a lot of other countries have different cultural concepts. And so, you know, in a lot of places, it is very normal to be interconnected and interwoven, interwoven with the people in your life. And so knowing how to connect and how to have strong relationships may not be so highly effective just because you're not in the same room. But we live in a very individualistic society here in the United States. And I know there are other places around the world that have that same kind of structure. And I think what we're going to start to see is that a lot of the patterns of what's happening and what's affecting people right now are things that have just been in place for a very long time. People have already been disconnected for a long time. It's just that we didn't really notice it because we were standing around people. People who struggle with depression, anxiety, mental health issues, I think a lot of them are already kind of aware of the fact that just because you're around people doesn't mean that you're connected to people. It doesn't mean that you're feeling heard. It doesn't mean that you're able to share what you need to share, that you're feeling any kind of connection. And I have also seen a ton of posts about that. I'm seeing a lot of posts about how people with anxiety right now, so people who have already been dealing with actual anxiety disorders for a very long time, may be the calmest of those around, right? Because for a lot of us who have dealt with anxiety and depression or issues like this for a long time, this is, just, this is just another day of us feeling the way we feel, right? And so I guess I understand that argument because it's true. I mean, honestly, like <laughs> I've been having dreams about the apocalypse, about the world ending, about crazy things like this happening for years. For some reason, that's one of those themes that's very strong in my, I guess I could call them nightmares. I mean... They're, you know, it's just part of the anxiety. Sometimes when I'm having very strong anxiety times, I guess, in my life, that's what I dream about. I don't know why. And so now I'm just like, oh my God, guys, It's, it's on. I know what's going on. Like, this is happening. I'm ready. I've thought about it for a long time. And, you know, it's not funny because it's not funny at all. Like, it's definitely not what my brain had come up with before. It's a lot sadder than that. And... A lot just weirder because people aren't acting the way that i think all of us thought we would be acting if we were watching a movie and telling people on the screen what they should and shouldn't be doing during you know people freaking out and i think we don't really have a recognition of like what in reality crisis looks like and how we should or shouldn't be acting and sadly a lot of people because they aren't aware, maybe they haven't thought about the fact that they're disconnected. They're really feeling the brunt of it right now. And those who are used to it are just feeling the fact that this is just going to be even worse. (laughs) I guess, uh, it's not any better to be like, well, I'm already used to being isolated. So I guess it doesn't matter that I'm going to continue to be isolated and even worse for the next few months of my life. Like, I think a lot of people are experiencing a lot of emotions and a lot of worries and a lot of rumination and a lot of just uncertainty because, well, we don't really have a clear answer as to how long this is gonna last. Like, is this just two weeks or is it going to continue? Or are we gonna be as bad as other countries? Is it gonna get worse, blah, 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 right? Like, there's a lot going on. And a lot of us are, having to process the emotions of it, and process the actual physical realities of it. So I guess what I'm thinking is that I just wanna process this stuff with you guys here. Because I feel like, well, I've taken like a whole week of thinking about this stuff so far. Like this has been going on, at least in my city. I am in Colorado and we got our first case about a week ago. And that day I got scared. Cause I think I was still kind of thinking like, Eh, none of this is real like it's not it's or you know not that i didn't think it was real i'm not one of the people who think it's a host but i did sort of just didn't expect it to be something that would affect us you know like i just thought okay it's something that's happening somewhere else it's something that other people are dealing with and i think for a lot of us i think that was the issue is that nobody actually expected it to become global because they say that all the time right every time that there's a bad virus or every time that there's something just obviously things that affect everyone we tend to think well it's not going to be that bad and so then we don't react but suddenly this time around everyone's reacting right like it's not just even the belief or non-belief of whether or not this disease will affect us and our personal lives it's the fact that everyone is reacting so we're seeing the fact that people are reacting and so like suddenly you have to think about the fact that oh my god people are reacting and things are actually taking place and now suddenly things are closed and what are we gonna do how do i go see people we can't see people are we gonna be allowed you know and then that kind of stuff comes and it starts to happen and we start to obviously a lot of people are getting incredibly overwhelmed some people are taking maybe taking too many actions and overreacting some people are underreacting and maybe Part of what's causing a lot of the stress of the people who are putting in rules and having to increase the amount of regulation around this so there's just a lot going on lots of feelings lots of emotions lots of actions lots of thoughts which maybe we just haven't had a chance to stop and process so like i said i don't actually want to talk about the things that we're doing or should or shouldn't do because I honestly think that a lot of people are already set on those decisions. I know that some people are going to buy what they need to buy regardless of who tells them. Some people are going to have to respond to whatever rules are set in place or suffer the consequences of not having had that. And I know that some people are not going to care or not going to be affected as much as other people. And so I don't wanna talk about the actual actions that we'll take in response to what's happening. I want to talk about the actions that we'll take in response to our emotions and in relation to our socializing and actual connections with people. I wrote a Medium post last week when all of this was happening because I was seeing so many freaking posts where people were basically shit-talking anybody who was reacting in a negative way, right? So obviously, people storm the stores and people are woke buying and people are doing all these crazy things, which I think is important to recognize that a lot of the actions that some people have taken have increased the amount of panic and have caused more issues. But I was just really sad to see how many people were taking to go out of their way to just continue to spread that conversation, continue to talk about how horrible people are being and continue to, you know, shame people for their bad actions, because I mean, once people have done it, they already did it at that point. Like, what's the point of constantly telling them that they're wrong or constantly telling them that they messed up because now I'm assuming that people are not going to share what they did or share how they felt. Or, I mean, would you, I really wanted to like post like, does anybody actually know anybody who's like done the whole book buying thing? Because I'm seeing everybody post about how they can't find things but I haven't seen anybody who has the things and I'm assuming that they don't feel like they can share it. And now that we're starting to see people buy guns, they're definitely not going to share because they're freaking out because they think people are going to come and like take all their stuff. And so I think some people are on the complete opposite end of calm. Like, and I don't think that as a society, the people who supposedly acted rational and everybody who is not freaking out because they don't think it's any issue or whatever are actually doing much to help those people understand that they can also take a break from feeling panic so let's say the dust settles right um, regardless of what actually happens and the actual disease and those kind of things Other aside from that now you're home Whether you have a house full of toilet paper or you're frantically asking people on Facebook where you can find some, who can you talk to about how you're feeling? I mean, who in your life are you able to genuinely like pick up the phone, call and ask and be like, I am having a hard time dealing right now. What do I do? How do I respond? Like, I think that a lot of us, especially those that are having very strong negative emotions might not feel Like they can actually do that. And sadly, I think there's a lot of people who genuinely can't. So I guess let me tell you a little bit about me. I, uh, throughout the years, I would definitely classify myself as somebody who would not reach out to others for help. But I'm the person that people reach out to. So I'm very used to that kind of being my socializing. And I know I've talked about it before in previous episodes where you know, it's, it kind of weighs heavy to be the person that everyone comes to and asks for help or asks to talk about or wants advice and then not to be able to get that support the other way around. Um, and I, not that I think people do that on purpose. I think that that's just the pattern that I had set in my life. And it's a pattern that I've kind of set to get rid of this year. Over the last year, that's been my focus. It's been to connect with people, to build on the relationships that I have and to really strengthen them and to really, really, really make a decision that when I need it, I know who I can reach out to. And so this last week, when suddenly it felt like the entire world's like collapsing and I'm like trying to figure out what's true, what's not true. Should I be worried? Should I not like, should we be taking steps? Uh, Then suddenly this week, things started to close. Right. And things started to get a little bit crazier. And I'm trying to think, oh my goodness. I'm starting to have emotions. I'm starting to have feelings. I'm starting to get a little overwhelmed. My automatic thoughts were that I couldn't reach out to anybody. Like that was just the the pattern that fell right back into place. It just happened again where I was like, dang it, I don't know who to talk to. I don't know, I don't know that I can reach out to anybody. Oh my god, what's gonna happen if I can't? Like I felt right off the bat, like, hide it, put it inside you, don't share it with anybody, and Obviously, that was building up over the weekend and it got worse and worse. I hate having to reach out to people. I hate having to share what I'm going through or what I'm feeling or thinking. And I really hate the idea of like putting the burden of those emotions on other people. But I'm also really scared of like, primarily, I think that's a big part of my life is I'm scared of, well, what if I say that I'm scared and they tell me that I shouldn't be or that I shouldn't be feeling what I'm feeling or that invalidation because I've experienced that a lot and so I really am scared I guess to do that and I right off the bat like felt that feelings and I felt the I had those thoughts and I didn't want to and so I actually like it took a lot to make myself do it like it's one thing to share all the posts about how you can stay connected and share posts about what you can do with your kids and what you can do to relax and de-stress and have fun during this crazy time you know like there's a lot of information and I've been trying to share really positive things I've been trying to share only like either direct information that people might be looking for and that way they're not seeing any of the crazy stuff or sharing like positive things you know things about relaxation things about being comforting people being loving and those kind of things right but it's one thing to know those things, it's another thing to actually put them into practice. I think I can confidently say that a lot of people struggle with this. Like It ain't just me. And it ain't just people who don't know better. It's a lot of people who work in these fields who are positive themselves or who are in like the positivity culture and the motivational stuff or psychology or in coaching and personal development. Like a lot of people, I think obviously right now have a very strong very strong push to be the people who are putting up a positive front so that we can ensure that less people are feeling afraid and less people feel like they have something to be afraid about. And I think that's important. Like, I think that there needs to be a positive voice out there reminding people that this is temporary. This may not be as bad as we think. This will pass, like, we will get through this, we will be able to do this, right? But I think there also needs to be a very big conversation about the fact that for a lot of people, it's not just about right now. Like the feeling of disconnection that's going to set here soon, is not something that started just because they can't go to work or because the stores are closed or because they can't go to a bar. It's because we haven't built upon healthy patterns that teach us how to communicate, how to comprehend, how to resolve conflict, how to share how to actually be heard and how to trust that we will be heard and be held when we need it. As much as I like all the memes about uh, how all of us introverts are not having any effect because we're just used to being at home. And as much as I think it's a very good time and very, I guess, uh, opportunistic time for people who work from home or who have those kinds of businesses to like encourage that kind of lifestyle. I think that we all need to if we're capable, of course, obviously show our vulnerability and show the fact that we are also capable of struggling and that it's not an introvert versus extrovert thing. And it's not a expert on personal development versus non-expert thing. It's a human thing. Connecting beyond just like being in the same room is a deeply human thing. It's something that we learn and honestly, not everyone has learned not everyone has been given the kind of lifestyle as a child or into their adulthood where they were taught how to communicate how to talk properly how to engage how to seek information how to care about what people are going through how to deal with our emotions and share them and how to take people's emotions and not like take them on as a burden and it's very normal It's incredibly normal and common for people to be struggling right now. So I finally did reach out to people. I reached out to my coach. I reached out to just friends and family in general that I haven't heard from in a while. And I wanted to just check in and make sure that the lines of communication are open. And I opened up to some of my very close people about some of the things that I've been dealing with, like outside of this itself. You know, I've been there's other things that have been going on that I think kind of just are adding on to this because I really needed to just kind of let it all down. Like I needed to let go of what I was holding on to. And it was really, I mean, it was really scary at first because I'm always kind of scared, like, oh, no, it's not going to receive well. Or, oh, no, I don't want to put that on them. And it was and I am very grateful that I, one, that I made that decision and that I have built a relationship with these people who are amazing and willing to be that for me. But I've also, you know, I've had to really process I guess the fact that there's a lot of disconnection in my own life and uh I think that that's going to come up for a lot of people what I mean by that is I, I recognize that there's a lot of disconnection with the people in my life that are very important to me but that you know I just don't have the ability or the haven't had the opportunity to really set strong I guess, strong patterns of connection. I don't know if that makes sense. You know, there's people in my family, people in my life currently that I know I can't be fully honest with or that I can't just break down in front of or that I can't share what I'm going through and that I don't feel that they might think I'm an option for that. And... Also just the lines of communication are broken. You know, a, a lot of people don't talk to other people or and you can't say this in front of somebody or, you know, and that's normal. A lot of people experience that in their families. And I think that, you know, it's nice to see how strong and how amazing some other families are in the way that right now in crisis, this is a time that they get together. This is the time where things are gonna happen. They're gonna work things out, screw drama, screw life issues and all of that, right? And so it's like dysfunction goes out the way so that they can have family, but not everyone has that. Unfortunately for a lot of people right now, during crisis, during the worst times of life, that's when the trauma and the disconnection is so apparent. It's where we know there's just so much to work on and so much that may never be worked on. And uh, it's sad and it's very discomforting, right? And It's just hard to process when you're not 100% sure just how long you'll have to process it for. So for those of you who are feeling that and are definitely recognizing those patterns right now, whether you knew about them and maybe just weren't paying attention to them or you have been actively trying to change them or it is a completely new concept to you and you just like right now thought, oh my God, that's why I can't call this person. I want you to know that you're not alone. You're not the only person going through this and that's not to say that uh not like when people try to say like oh my god you're not the only person going through this no it's you aren't alone there are many people out there who are having the same kind of experience having the same kind of processing and who might be really struggling and i want you to know that there are people who can help you and who can be there for you and it is possible to start to create patterns where this feeling and these emotions don't take over your life in a negative way. I mean, in like 2 weeks of isolation, we're not going to process all of our emotional trauma and our life problems. But I just want you to understand that this is an opening for you to just be with your feelings and understand that there is a better future out there. And so in this podcast, I just want to go over a few things that we can think about as far as how to stay connected or to start to make those tiny little steps of connection. In my medium post Last week, I made it very clear about how we need to stop shaming people for how they're feeling right now. Regardless of whether it's right or wrong and whether it's objectively right or wrong, um, I don't think it helps. I mean, I think if you have real solutions, so like, hey guys, like if you're feeling this, or you're thinking that you need to do this, think of this, right? Like, I think that's okay, but to just straight up demoralize people for what may be a very, uncontrollable response for them I think we need to stop doing that (laughs) like we need to make a decision that okay we made enough TP jokes like we can get over the fact that there's no more toilet paper um we can be angry about the fact that there's no more toilet paper without constantly you know hating on people who might right now also be very scared because they think somebody's gonna come grab their toilet paper let's just make a very clear decision that we are going to be standing against the division and just be open to allowing people to connect and allowing people to be open and honest about how they're feeling. And so whether that means that just choose not to comment on people's stuff or just choose not to reach out and get angry at people. Or um, obviously if somebody's doing something illegal, like report it, that's people should still have consequences for their actions, but you're not the enforcer you don't have to be the enforcer of people's emotions. My second piece of advice is going to be the hardest one for those of us who are not used to doing this and have not been trying to do this. Um, be the one that reaches out, which is hard because I think a lot of us are feeling like I can't reach out like, or they ain't reaching out to me, so why should I reach out to them? And I know that's hard It's and it's valid. It's definitely a valid feeling. Don't reach out to people who you don't feel safe with. Don't reach out to people who you are setting a strong boundary with. I mean, don't do that. Don't go back to anybody who might hurt you. But if you have friends who are maybe just sort of like, hey, what's up, kind of a friend, reach out. Even if you don't, you don't have to completely share your entire life story with somebody to just stay in connection with somebody. There's different levels of connection, right? So like, hi, hello, how are you? Hey, I'm just checking in. Just want to see, make sure that you're doing good. And then there's like deep crying conversations where you're like pouring your heart out and telling them everything that you're dealing with and asking for them to really be there for you. There's a lot of room between those two extremes where you can just kind of go with the conversation, go with the flow and see what happens. And, you know, if the point is that we decide that we are going to not be disconnected during this time. and that. Even if we're feeling disconnected, we can choose actions that are separate from those emotions. If you're feeling a little brave, maybe you can actually suggest activities or suggest like setting a time to talk to somebody or talking to them about, hey, let's both watch the same movie or read the same book or do the same thing or check in with each other. Because for those of you, especially those of you who are like completely alone, like you are in your own place and you don't have roommates and you don't or, you know, you don't have family around or anything like that. I think this one's really important because I think you can definitely get pretty bored if you're alone and being alone with your feelings, while sometimes can be healthy, sometimes may not. So make a plan, even if you don't like include other people in that plan. So let's say that you're not able to actually get anybody to commit to talking on Friday. Maybe you can just yourself make a plan for reaching out to somebody on Friday and that can be on your schedule like hey once a week I'm gonna check in or every few days or every few something that let's say things just get bad and I'm talking more on the emotional side like you start to have really negative thoughts and you start to go down the hill down the hole or whatever it's called like you just start struggling really bad with your thoughts with your emotions and you don't see a way out well you can't just go you know to a movie. So maybe setting that time frame, that sort of like stop and reflect moment, something that tells you like, okay, this is a commitment that I am going to reach out to somebody at this time, regardless of how I'm feeling. That way you don't suddenly realize that it's been three weeks since you talked to anybody and you've been down the hole that whole time when you maybe could have talked to somebody and gotten out of it much sooner. Another thing you can do is reach out to uh, organizations that are made for this I mean I'm going to go ahead and in the description for this and in the description on the YouTube channel and on all of my social media I'm going to share resources that are so basically chat lines um, I mean you could call places but uh, I want to make sure that I share the website and the ability to actually type because I think for me, I think that that's much easier and I know for a lot of people who are kind of scared and you don't know what you want to do, that might be a lot easier. So I'm going to share a bunch of different chat sites that are, some of them are hotlines for specific issues, so those of you who are dealing with suicidal thoughts, who are dealing with abuse, who are dealing with um, needing specific types of help, and then I'm going to share some sites that are for like mental health, so I'll share the site that I work with, with I Prevail where you uh, get to talk to a mental health peer. So somebody who's going through the same kind of thing. And then I'm also going to share some sites that are just for friends. Yeah, there are sites out there that are just to talk to somebody like a friend. They're not romantic sites. They're not mental health sites. Like you don't have to have something going on. You just want to make a friend. And uh, I've been slowly trying to like make that list bigger as I find them. But if you have any, send them to me so that I can add them to my list. Um, But I want that to be there as an option because Maybe for some of us, you know, if you don't have parents or you don't have siblings or you don't have coworkers you know well or you just aren't even on Facebook. Like if you don't, if that's not something that's an option for you, then maybe this is one of the sites where you can stay connected and have somebody to talk to, even if you don't ever share anything important, just so that you're not completely isolated. Let's remember that isolation is literally what we use as torture. Like we literally do that to people in prison, so it's not fun and there are proven negative effects of it. So don't do that to yourself. Don't allow that to become something that affects your brain and affects your body and affects... Because we're going to come out of this. I mean, at some point this cannot last forever. Eventually life is going to go back to at least whatever was normal for you before. And I'd hate for the effects of this time to have such a negative impact that it could actually then affect your actual life right um we know that isolation can have very bad consequences and just in general I mean if you're sitting with your thoughts for weeks and you are not sharing what's going on you can get to a really bad place where you believe things that are not correct or not helpful in any way so then you could act on that when you get out of it and you don't want that right like you want to Have a good life. You want to have good experiences. And just because we're sort of like taking a mental earth break doesn't mean that this is the time to feel alone. And I hate for that to be the case. So if you're capable, if you are feeling like you are able to, be the one that reaches out to others. You know, especially if you know somebody might be isolated or you know that they might be struggling or they live alone or. They don't have great connections with their family be the one that reaches out to them work with organizations that are doing this so if you are somebody who's very well connected maybe this isn't a time for you that you are worried about at all like if you are somebody who is very well connected share those resources with people share your ability to be the one to be helping people because you never know when somebody might actually take that advice and If you are like not open to it at all, but still do want to try and you don't want to connect with anybody you know, go to Google it. Just look up sites where you can talk to people and uh, go click on the links that I share, but also go look up other ones and figure out where you can get the support that you need right now. I was really proud of myself because I reached out and like I had a good cry about it too, because I just really wasn't feeling like I was gonna do it. Like I was like, no, I don't wanna put anything on anybody. All people are dealing with much more. Oh my God, people, like some people literally don't have toilet paper. Some people are very afraid and I didn't wanna add to that burden. But I also have to understand that I'm a human just like anybody else and everybody deserves to have somebody hold them and somebody help them. And while I do believe and being a Christian, I believe that God, can be there for every single one of us. And I hope that maybe this is a time where you can reach out to him. You know, you could still be like, Hey God, can you uh, help me find somebody to talk to? Like I need somebody, (laughs) I need a person to talk to. Um, And I am 100% sure that that will happen. That whatever needs to happen will happen. So, uh, yeah, that's today's podcast. Uh, like I said, I'll post things down below. I still don't have like an ending for this. So, uh, For today, I guess all I can say is uh, Stay safe, stay healthy Wash your hands Don't go out if you're not supposed to Don't get yourself in trouble uh, Think about others Love everyone And uh, uh, for information on actual COVID-19 Please go to the CDC if you're in the USA Or who.int for the World Health Organization And uh, please just be safe (laughs) I don't know what else to say Uh, Yeah Hashtag coronavirus. (laughs) Peace out, guys, bye.